Have you ever wondered why different drugs they have different routes of drug administration? What are in fact the major routes of drug administration? Today is the day to get started with routes of drug administration. So here we go. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find, and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? So lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. A drug can never produce a therapeutic response or effect if it doesn't reach its site of action. Well, this purpose is solved by different carriers and biotransporter mechanisms. But you know what? This story is actually a sequel of drug administration. A drug should be properly, accurately, rightly administered at right site in the right way or manner or method so that it can show its effect, be it be local or topical or systemic. How are these drugs administered? You know, different routes of drug administrations are actually a product of different properties of drugs. Which properties? Well, ionization degree of the drug, water or lipid solubility, and sometimes it's also the therapeutic goal which also determines the route of drug administration. Something like when different needs or desires, they drive it like rapid onset of action is desired, long duration of action is desired, long duration of the treatment or restricted local action is also needed sometimes, etc. Well, there may be different desires or needs for a particular drug to be administered. Now, before I really get carried away in the discussions of different routes, let me quickly highlight the factors that govern the choice of the different routes of drug administration. The first one is the patient condition or the patient state, whether the patient is conscious, unconscious, cooperative, non-cooperative, whether the patient is in pain, whether the patient is in nausea, all these things matter and they really decide the route of drug administration. The second one we have is the food factor. Effect of the first pass metabolism or the digestive enzymes or the digestive juices, all these really determine how will you administer a particular drug. Third one I have for you is the rapid or the delayed onset of drug action which is actually desired sometimes especially in different conditions, whether you are taking the drug for the maintenance or you're taking the drug as a routine drug or you are using it in emergency situation. All these things vary the route of drug administration. 
Fourth one I want to talk about is the degree of the treatment accuracy. Like you know, there are certain roots like intravenous or inhalational roots. They provide real fine tuning. You can really prefer them to have a great accuracy of the drug concentration to be achieved. Then fifth one we have is the drug factors. There may be different drug factors like physical, chemical properties of the drug. There may be different drug factors like the state of the drug. What is the state of the drug? It can be liquid, solid or gas. Then pH of the drug matters, irritancy matters, stability of the drug matters and solubility etc. All these things matter so much. Next we have is the absorption rate. What is the absorption rate? What is the extent of absorption? How it can define the different routes of drug administration actually really means a lot. And lastly I have in the list is for you all is the side factors. Where exactly we need the drug? Where do we need whether the particular site is approachable, it is non-approachable, it is accessible, it is convenient or it's a far away site, a difficult one to reach. All these decide the route of the drug administration. Now some major routes of drug administration, they are enteral, parenteral, local, topical etc etc. But today's content of discussion would include the enteral roots. You have heard it so many times, all these terms, enteral, parenteral. What do I mean by saying all these things? You know, in Greek, enteron, it stands for intestine. So when I say enteral, I mean the drug is placed somewhere in the gastrointestinal tract. Are you getting the picture? Nowhere else but only in the gastrointestinal tract which actually starts from the mouth and extends towards the rectum. Got it? Okay, it can be placed anywhere in between and that will be called as the enteral root of the drug administration. Now I, when I say anywhere, then let's start the talk from our mouth only. Yes, I mean oral administration of the drug. It is nothing but simply swallowing the drug from the mouth. See, that was really simple. Now, it's the traditional, the most convenient, commonest mode of drug administration. No assistance is needed. It is quite non-invasive in nature. It is safe. And I'm sure you all know that. It is painless. And it's very economical, the cheapest route of drug administration. Why do I say it's economical or why do I call it cheap? Because, you know, when you take the drug from the mouth, you don't need to really sterilize it. No sterilization of drug is required. Both the solid and the liquid dosage forms, they can be administered via this route. And self-administration of drug can be done. Examples of the solid dosage forms that can be taken via the oral route, they are tablets, powders, capsules, pansules, draggies, molded tablets, and something special is the gastrointestinal therapeutic systems abbreviated as capital G-I-T-S gets. Got it? Now there are separate liquid dosage forms that can also be taken via the oral route of drug administration. They are syrups, emulsions, elixirs, mixtures, etc. But you know what? Nothing is saved. Nothing is 
exempted from the limitations or the disadvantages and even oral route of drug administration has its own bundle of limitations restrictions and disadvantages you see nothing is perfect perfection is shallow unreal and fatally uninteresting that is well quoted by Anne Lemat so let's start counting the imperfections of the oral route of drug administration first there is a slow onset of drug action absorption too may be erratic via this route so it is not suitable for emergency need the next if the drug is highly polar like aminoglycosides or if the drug is quaternary salt like d-tubocurarine then the drugs are not actually absorbed and you cannot give these drugs via the oral route of drug administration if you really want their systemic effect are you getting my point so these are the most important limitations of the oral route of drug administration second i want to tell you about the digestive juices yes they may actually destroy the drug taken via the mouth and the very famous examples that are destroyed by the digestive juices if taken orally are the insulin and penicillin capital G and sometimes the liver also can destroy the drug especially i'm talking about testosterone and lidocaine thirdly drugs may have high presystemic metabolism and the simplified form of the presystemic metabolism is the first pass effect if the drug has a create first pass effect then there is no sense in administering it via the oral route it will never show the effect this route is actually a waste then fourth one when you are talking about the oral route of drug administration the most important thing is the taste of the drug taste counts here in the oral route you cannot give unpalatable drug so i tell you one good advice is to use the capsule Yes, that actually covers or masks the untolerable taste of the drug. But all the drugs are not available in capsule, so you have to be very careful regarding the taste of the drug. Next important point, unconscious patients, non-cooperative subjects, they are not the suitable candidates for this route. And if you really struggle or you really force these people to take up the drug, they may result in nausea vomiting diarrhea and sometimes you have to be really cautious if the patient is really non cooperative or not in a state to take via the oral route are you getting my point so these were some inconvenient aspects of the oral route of drug administration well that's no big deal they are so likely to be predictable if you contemplate over this oral route deeply That's all folks for the day. No stretching of the topic further. Keeping the discussions quite close around the point. I'm not scattering it to overflow your mind's comprehensive capacity. So here now, I call it for the day. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com. 
where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name is Pharmacology Difficult. If you are listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes Apple Podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.